Hey everybody, welcome back to Chris and Jason talking about stuff. The next episode, I'm Jason, this is Chris. <laughs> the next episode. <laughs> this time, it's personal. Isn't that like a, that's a DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, isn't that a... Is that the next episode? That, oh no, that's like gangster rap. I got that completely wrong. <laughs> They're not gangster. Are I'm you telling sure. me DJ Jazzy Jeff is not gangster? All I'm saying is when I was rolling around in my Taurus <laughs> in the mean streets. Summer, summer, summer time. Parents don't understand, do they? <laughs> no, they do not. They do not. <laughs> they do not. But I think I can beat Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I think I, I confused Dr. Dre <laughs> and DJ Jazzy, <laughs> DJ Jazzy Joe. I'm sure people do it all the time. But I've got an idea for an upcoming show. We're going to do an entire show of DJ Jazzy Jeff Fresh Prince lyrics. We're going to do our oh entire gosh. show in, yes. in, in Fresh Prince lyrics. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we'll do it from Philly. From Philly. <laughs> oh, we'll do it from, from Philly we'll, via Beverly Hills. Yeah. We were all, we were going to do it from a playground, <laughs> but then we got in a fight and our mom got scared. So we moved in. With our auntie and uncle in Bel Air. <laughs> oh, and became the world's biggest movie star. Sorry. Happy I digress. <laughs> That's right. Where well, were this we? has been a good podcast, hey, folks. Hey, all right. Thanks for listening. Uh, you were saying, who are you? Uh, who was I? You, who are you? You were introducing Oh, us. I'm Jason. This is Chris. And we're talking about uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh <laughs> Prince lyrics. Because that's what the people want. That's, <laughs> you give the people what they want. Speaking of DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Yes. Uh, have you been watching Alfonso Ribeiro on Dancing with the Stars? I have only seen some YouTube clips of his performances. I've watched him. The dude has moves. Yeah, he's a dancer. Yeah, and he's also built like a linebacker. He is. He's stout. For he's, for such a hoss dude, he's got like a wiggle in his hips that you wouldn't expect. But I mean, like he's a, you know his background. He's like a trained dancer. I mean, he's like he was like one of these child prodigy entertainer, huh. triple threat no, dancer, no. singer, actor kind of guys. Oh no, I didn't know that. They had because of his uh, because he's been uh, killing it on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, somebody posted on Facebook, I think his uh, uh, breakout. Pepsi commercial that he did with Michael Jackson. Well, who doesn't have a breakout Pepsi seen? commercial? Well, that's what Michael Jackson called it. I'm going to go back to my place and do a breakout Pepsi commercial? <laughs> <laughs> sure, Michael. <laughs> Let me ask my mom and dad. Oh, why, they say were, fine. why were parents so comfortable? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. We could talk for years about that. What? A grown man wants to have a sleepover with my child? Okay. No big. Mm -hmm. I'm just putting it out there right now. Like, <clears throat> There's all kinds of disturbing implications. Part, part of my job is sleepovers with children. Yes. And, and I do are... everything in my power to make sure that I'm never alone. Let me just say, yes, you are hyper vigilant about that yeah. stuff. And as uh, people have to be now. Yeah. Yeah. Much less, I am I am not like, hey, let's go to my house that has like secret hidden rooms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no parents. Yeah. No parents. No. What are you doing? Yeah, that's an alarm right there. That's, uh, that's yeah. what we call a, a clue. A clue. A clue. Hey, hey, Jason. Hey, what's up? Do you do much driving at night? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, from time to time, I do do some driving at well, night, yeah. Would you consider well, yourself driving? a night rider? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes. Oh, yes, I would. That pun brought to you by mm -hmm. Chris and Jason. Mm -hmm. Talking, Talking about, about stuff. All right. <laughs> Talking about puns. <laughs> Um, 
I, I lived in Georgia for a while, and uh, I've had to travel back and forth some. Mm-hmm. And when I'm driving late at night, I'll, I'll scan the radio, and one of the channels that just always mesmerizes me is Delilah. Are you familiar with Delilah? Yes, she is hypnotizing. I'm not even she sure is. what she talks about. She just hypnotizes no. me. No. Yeah. Do you, if you had to guess how old she is, how old do you think she is? Oh, uh, wow. Uh, I would guess that she's like early 30s and has been that for probably 30 <laughs> years. Right? There's no yeah. way to know, is yeah. there? No, I have no, no idea. She is a silky, smooth mama. She is. <laughs> yes, she is. Vocally. Vocally. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. <laughs> any, I don't know I about don't, any other way. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> but I... Uh, I've listened to Delilah a couple times, and I usually have to turn it because I'm like, Delilah, what are you doing? And uh-huh. I get frustrated with her because uh-huh. um, <clears throat> people will call up, and these women will call up, and they'll be so sad, so incredibly sad. Yeah. And they'll say stuff like, hey, Delilah, I just called up because my, my husband just died in Iraq, and uh, it's our anniversary, and our dog went missing, and I just found out that I have... Stage 17 cancer, and uh, the one thing that my husband and I loved to do so much, so much, was just to just to dance, mm-hmm. just to dance, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, I don't know, it's just hard sometimes to keep living with all this pain in my heart, and Delilah will just be like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I understand, and I tell you what, I'm going to pick you a song special just for you, and it'll start to fade out and she'll be like, this song is for Tina, who's got the most miserable life you could imagine. And it'll come back on and she'll be like, don't stop doing what you're doing. And it's just like super just wrong for the moment. just does not work at all. I was on hold for two days, Delilah. Why? And this show is not live. I'm assuming that Delilah is not live. I don't know. I don't know. I'm guessing that she has some time to pick out these songs. You'd assume. Has, has she at least has some delay in there that to pick make, out a song? Or, hey, hey, Delilah, my baby was born yesterday, and it has no arms. You know? <laughs> oh, I got I got a song that's perfect for you. I'm Delilah. Like, more than a feeling. And you're like, what are you picking these songs? What is your criteria, Delilah? Uh, it would make more sense if she was, like, restricted and had to pick something out in seven seconds to get it on right. there. What's on top of the stack? Hey, more than a feeling. This is a song just for you. What's uh? What do we have the rights to? Only the only the Disney classics. Okay. okay. Be our guest. Be our guest. Delilah, that doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> what do you not like Beauty and the Beast? Who doesn't like Beauty and the Beast? But I just, I just have to turn it eventually because I'm just like Delilah, you you don't actually care about these people. You, what if Delilah's this like weird masochist that's just like. Getting by, she and could be, are yeah. Calling her up, and it's like, yeah, yeah, but this one hurts real bad, then doesn't it? <laughs> What's something from our twist the knife collection? <laughs> Delilah, Delilah. Oh, but I, I, I keep buying it though, because every time I tune in, every time I, I've heard Delilah, she sounds like she cares so much. She does. Some people, she and she may be a complete psychopath because yeah. she, she's able, if she doesn't. If she's not really sincere about her compassion for these people, boy, she does a great job. She of faking does, it. doesn't yeah. she? She really does. She does. She's she's I, fantastic at that. I believe that she cares. Delilah. <laughs> hey, Jason. Hey, Chris. What's up? Would you consider yourself rich? 
Um, I am the richest man in this house right now. Wait, you're here too. You're here too. Never mind. For what it's worth, that's still a true statement. Never mind. Still a true statement. I'm the richest man on this side of the microphone. (laughs) Working in church, the odds are that you are the richest man in this house currently. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, No. Because... Ultimately, and if, if we could juke for just a second, Uh-oh. we do not gain our worth from what we make. Exactly right, Chris. Where do we gain our worth? From being super attractive. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We get by on our looks. That's right. Charm and looks. Absolutely do. That's why we have to have an audio podcast, because <laughs> you would absolutely freak out if you saw how good looking we are. You would, If you watched this on your laptop, you would just drive your face <laughs> into the screen. And we would be sued for all of the laptop screens. We cannot that we have break. that. But uh, no, yes, but some, for realsies. For realsies. Some people are extremely, extremely wealthy. And yeah. Rachel and I love the show Shark Tank. Have you ever watched the show Shark Tank? I have watched Shark Tank. Love that show. Yeah. Love it. And we'll have to have a podcast discussion about that and how much I love it. Because I could just go on and on for just as long as I could go on Fantastic. about Fresh Prince lyrics. <laughs> uh, but we were watching it one time and talking about Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, one of the five people, one of the five sharks on Shark Tank yeah. who invests his money in these business ideas that people propose. And I said, you know, Rach, uh, Mark Cuban is uh, richer than all those other sharks put together. And Rachel said, no way. And so we looked it up on the Internet and, oh, yeah, yes way. He is, huh. he is rich. But in the process of looking that up, we happened across the big giant list of the richest people in the world. Yeah. And Mark Cuban... <laughs> Is, is is super rich. He's worth two and a half billion dollars, and he comes in at like number two hundred and twenty on this list. Chump change. Yes, he is like the pool boy for the richest people in the world. <laughs> Cuban, incredible. Could you go and fetch me my slippers. Yes, uh, there's not enough cream in this coffee, Cuban. Get out. Come back when you get it right. Uh, it's it's just insane how rich some people are and how they get that way. It yeah, is, it is incredible. Of course, you got you start off the big list of uh, billionaires with Bill Gates. You know, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, yeah. all the all our favorite billionaires. Yeah, and you know how they get there, like investments and technology and stuff like that. But you yeah. scroll down a little ways and you run across like it's just fun scrolling down the list and seeing like uh, real estate investments, investments, real estate, technology, cheese. Yeah. And there's somebody on the list of billionaires. And we were talking about this list, and it has to be sort of conflated and, and wrong and screwed up because mm-hmm. there's no mention of, like, internet porn site guys who yeah. are clearly, like, they have right. tapped into the zeitgeist of right. the internet right. and are making <laughs> and you know, money hand over fist probably. raking in money, yeah. Right. So there had to be, like, some kind of... Uh, Morality clause, I guess, to pick out the billionaires. And (laughs) even then, some of it's pretty shady because you see like Czechoslovakian people who got rich on insurance. And I'm making the air quotes when I say insurance. Perhaps something bad will happen to your family. (laughs) We would hate for something bad to happen. It would be terrible. It's a lovely establishment here. We would hate for anything bad to burn it down. You sell pizzas? Yeah. I throw rocks. (laughs) (laughs) But there are some crazy rich people. And and we noticed that the wine and cheese... Billionaires are next to each other. At number 183 and Mm -hmm. number 184, wine and And cheese. cheese. And why wouldn't they be paired together? They would have to be. Because nothing goes better together than wine and cheese. Yep. And billions of dollars. Billions and billions 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 of dollars. 
How much cheese do you have to sell? Like wine, I feel like, okay. Yeah. Because there's like 18 people on this list that made their buckets of money on beer. Yeah. So wine, I'm like, okay, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. All of Italy probably yeah. Yeah. set you up. But, but like cheese, how much cheese do you have to move? Yeah. And this isn't like Kraft American singles. Those packs sure. of singles are like 60 cents a piece, right? <laughs> right You'd have to sell a ton, a ton of, of cheese. A ton of cheese. <laughs> my, one of my favorites is number 86, who made their billions on ball bearings. Ball bearings. Speaking ball of bearings. how many is something you have to sell, yeah. I mean, is, is there like an, an artisan market for ball bearings? <laughs> Artisanal do they have, ball bearings? Do they have like little scrimshaw carved into Ooh. them? I like to think that the, if you get into his backstory, yeah. it's like a rags to riches. <laughs> and originally, like back in the day, like his father made tiny metal squares <laughs> and they were just barely getting by. But they were like, this is Jenkins' tiny metal square industry and we're not closing shop up think of all the families that we feed this is this is important this is america and one day his son came home from engineering school hey dad i've got an idea for the business no no you keep your circles college boy (laughs) we make tiny metal squares occasionally a rectangle that's only in the holidays and then he late at night he'd spent like hours and hours sanding off the corners (laughs) from one of the tiny metal squares i'm telling you dad it's gonna work (laughs) <laughs> Sadly, the story like turns when his when his like bucket full of ball bearings he he tips him over and dad's like what's going on and slips and dies and oh, falls down the stairs. No, no so he turns himself away from the, the the calling of ball bearings that he'd found in life and he's just out there schlubbing trying to sell tiny metal squares. For dad, I gotta sell some of these tiny metal squares. Until an angel, voiced by a. Uh, Roddy McDowell. Roddy McDowell. (laughs) Shows up up in a dream. He's just like, you are meant for more. (laughs) So I'm like, that's number 86. (laughs) I bet that guy's life is just one long laugh riot. The ball-bearing billionaire. Ball-bearing billionaire. Uh, um, That that was my favorite professional wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) He was a heel. Everybody Uh, hated him. He scattered ball-bearings all over the canvas. Is that, hey, is that in the rules? I don't think he can do that. And then he hit him. Uh, uh, another oh. good one is pipelines. Yeah, yeah. 109. It, it, it's just pipelines. Just the just pipelines. pipelines. And, you know, you figure out for yourself what you want to run yeah. through the pipelines. Yeah. I just make the pipelines. Here's the deal. I make tubes. Yeah. You can put whatever <laughs> you want in them. Whatever what you want. You want good tubes to go from here to there. <laughs> if you want something that runs through a tube from here to there, I'm your guy. Hey, let's say you got a liquid. And you need to get it from point A to point B. Sure. You could v- do it with chutes. Viscous? Semi-viscous? I do it all. Hey, let's, <laughs> let's say you got just crazy amounts of wine. <laughs> crazy amounts of wine. Yeah. You got to move it all the way to Italy. You can't do that in no truck. <laughs> you can't do that in no truck. What you need is a pipeline. And guess who's got them? <laughs> Steve and Co. Pipeline. Lucky for this guy, the oil people ended up needing yes. pipelines because it could just as easily have been like the mustard people. Oh. And you, then mustard is not selling for two eighty five a gallon no, right now. No, you do not want that. Yeah. Um, here's a dude, if I could be anybody on this list, mm-hmm. like it'd be awesome to be a billionaire, but it'd be even more awesome to be a cool billionaire. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk. That dude is cool. Right? From the name all the way down. Yeah, that can't be his real name. Yeah. Like, it's, that has to be way too Bond name. villainy. 
Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. anyone was going to have like a moon base. So, Mr. Bond, I see you've discovered my moon base. You'll never get away with it, Musk. Musk. <laughs> the day is mine. <laughs> uh, Elon Musk. And he, yeah. he, A, is trying to make electric cars. Mm-hmm. But he's also trying to get us to Mars. Yeah, he does whatever he wants to. He does whatever kind of yeah. science fictiony thing. He reads like a Ray Bradbury novel and says, it's I like, want to make this real life. It seems realistic. Do it. Here's a yeah. billion dollars. Do it. <laughs> just go ahead. Throw money at it. Yeah, he's not just making electric cars like uh, when you think of electric cars. What I think of is like go-karts. Yeah. But he's making electric cars that are like Bugattis. Yeah. He's making yeah. electric luxury cars. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, is nuts. I think in 10 years, we're going to look at him... In the same light that we look at, like Ted Turner. Okay. Not, not like now. Not oh, like Crazy Ted. I hope he goes as crazy as Ted Turner. <laughs> not like Crazy Uncle Ted, but um, <laughs> kind of that same self-made, just sort of said, "I'm gonna do it," yeah. and did it. Mm-hmm. Like no one was like, "What?" 24-hour news, great idea. Yeah. But he was like, "I'm doing it, I'm Ted Turner." <laughs> I think Elon Musk is gonna be like, "We're going to Mars." Yeah. He could be the guy like, that that's did. crazy talk. And then he calls you up from Mars. Yeah. Hey, guess where I am? I'm on Mars. <laughs> hey, look out your window. <laughs> Where are you, Elon? Get a telescope. Look up. Get, no, get a bigger one. A yeah. bigger one. You're gonna that's, need. You're gonna need a huge one to see where I am. That's me waving from Mars. <laughs> see that flag? I own it. <laughs> you see that guy standing on top of the Mars rover? That's me. I'm mooning you. <laughs> I'm mooning Earth. Can't stop me. I'm mooning all of you at once. All seven billion of you. Take that Earth. Look at this. You never believe. Hey, realistically. Um, not to say that's not realistic. <laughs> Where would you want to be on this list? If we start at like Bill Gates with like a hundred billion dollars and we go all the way down to poor Mark Cuban with 2.5, would you want, would you, where would you want to be on this list? Because there comes a point where yeah. you're so rich that you have to hire like your full-time, a full-time police force just to yeah. watch you and someone what, to like. Dress me in the morning yeah, and stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I, I want to. I would love to be rich one day, but I only so rich because yeah. I feel like it becomes more of a hassle than I it's worth. I think I saw somewhere that like seventy five thousand a year mm-hmm. is the sweet spot. That's where you're happy. Like that's where you're just like cool. It's all good. Everything I got enough to make it. Mm-hmm. I can put a little bit away. Yeah, like everything before that. Mm-hmm. Is, is just nerves and terror. Okay, and just, okay. just praying that the trying, check shows Trying to get up. to the next meal. Yeah, and it seems like everything after that, like there's this whole new universe of of, of confusion and things that you have to figure responsibilities out. Responsibilities. Responsibilities and, yeah. and payrolls and stuff like that. So I'll yeah. be honest. Yeah. As much as I'd love to be able to just say, I'm going to buy this island, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I would want to even be on that list. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'd like to be anonymous, well-off, yeah. Jason, just uh, I'd like to be able to put money into a retirement fund and yeah. like, send my kids to a good school, yeah. and that's about it, really. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if I gotta be on the list, <laughs> that's right. I'm gonna be Bill Gates. Like, if I gotta be on the list, sure, go hard or go home. If, right? Yeah, if you're gonna be famous for being rich, why not have all the money? Why not? Yeah, absolutely. exactly. Sure, give me all the money. But I would not be Steve Ballmer. Um, yeah, yeah. If you gotta pick. Yeah. One of those <laughs> I guys. wouldn't take any amount of money to be Steve no, Ballmer. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I do like that Steve Ballmer bought a basketball team. Mm-hmm. Which team did he buy? The Clippers. The Clippers. The Clippers. He bought the Clippers and has completely like zoned out all iPad 
type stuff. They're they're oh, he, they're all surface now. <laughs> he went through like on a, a Bobby Knight rampage through the <laughs> locker room, just smashing iPads. <laughs> no, no more iPads. But with his like Balmer esque enthusiasm, <laughs> right, sweating through a sweater. <laughs> you love Windows Eight. No, let me hear you say it with feeling. You love it. Run wind sprints. <laughs> I always confused Steve Ballmer with the Mad Money guy. Oh yeah, I thought that like Steve yeah. Ballmer lost his job and <laughs> got got a, got a gig on MSNBC doing the Mad Money stuff. He that guy is energetic. Yeah, it's a bull market. <laughs> <laughs> but Steve Ballmer looks more like um, a a roll-on antiperspirant. He does. He looks me. like a container of roll-on antiperspirant. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hey, Jason. Hey, Chris. What's up? Seen any good movies lately? There's one I wanted to tell you about, because Rachel had been wanting to see this movie called Mom's Night Out. Are you familiar with this movie? I am. Okay. It's a a, a kind of a Christian-based movie starring uh, Patricia Heaton from Everybody Loves Raymond. So it's terrible. Everybody Loves Patricia. Wait. Wait. (laughs) Wait for this. Uh, I'm here to tell you, without exaggeration or hyperbole... That Mom's Night Out is the Citizen Kane of Christian movies. It is so far. Lies. It is so far ahead. It is so much better than everything else in the genre. It's almost like it's a different kind of thing. So who is there? A football team? There's no football team. There's no football there's team. No football team. No baseball team. Um, there's no altar call at the end of it. No. There, no. But yeah, and it's still a Christian movie. Yeah. But it is, it's well made. I mean, the camera is held steady. The uh, lighting is good. The music is good. The sound recording is good. Um, it's done professionally. And um, the, the performances are, dare I say, outstanding. I'm, I, I've seen a lot of these movies. Yeah. Um, and there's one guy who's in all of them. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know his name, but he's... Kind of blonde, okay, and parts his hair in the middle. Are you talking about Owen Wilson? And <laughs> <laughs> Owen Wilson, <laughs> steady member of the acting troupe for <laughs> Christian right. Contemporary. That's right. Film. But he's in every one of these movies, and he kind of has a long face, okay. And, but he has blonde hair, and he's in every single movie. Is there a, is there a blonde guy I don't, in this movie? I don't think I don't think I, I saw the guy you're talking no. about. I don't think so. I, I wish I knew his name. I guarantee you. I, I, I hate okay, he might him. be in there somewhere <laughs> because uh, there's another guy who um, uh, I think was in Facing the Giants who is also in this movie, but only briefly, not long enough to really screw it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not long enough to screw it up. <laughs> uh, but it's just, and I'm not saying that Mom's Night Out is a great movie. Um, it's a good family movie. It's like, it's not as good as Home Alone 1. But like it's better probably than Home Alone three. It's like it's what? it's in there somewhere. Man, no, that's enormous. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I I and mark all film um, by how good they are on the Home Alone compared scale. to Home Alone. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I'm telling you, it and for Christian movie making, it is a leap forward. So it's a quantum leap. Do you have a scale set up for your movie reviews yet? Like a thumbs um, or stars? Or? I could give it stars. I would. Uh, I would. Let, let's say this. Let's say compared to the universe of movies, of all movies, okay. I would give it two and a half stars out of four. 
Wow. Com- compared to Christian movies, it gets like 11 kajillion <laughs> stars. Infinite stars. Just How many stars do you have? Buckets of stars. All of the stars. Yes. So you you I wasn't really believe in this movie. I was impressed by it. I was just so well, a lot of it's about expectations. Yeah. So you go in expecting X. Right. And you get like X to the hundredth power and say, Hey. Well, very cool. Yeah, yeah. So um why is that, do you think? Why do we go in with such low expectations for Christian movies? For Christian movies? Yeah. I think it's because they can only tell one story. Or usually like it's it's presumed, mm-hmm. I think, by the movie makers or musicians or anything like that. Musicians. Mm-hmm. They can only tell one story. Okay. They can only like deal with one kind of range of emotion and one topic. You walk into it kind of creatively handcuffed. Yeah, you don't expect like if if it's funny, you assume it's like okay, it's going to be like funny. Right. It's but like not, knock knock joke funny. Honestly funny. Right. Not, like it's not going to deal with something honestly. It's just going to be kind of contrived. Yeah. Yeah, and contrived yeah. is a good word. A lot of yeah. uh, contrived circumstances. But you're saying that's not this movie. No, it's not. There's there's one little um segment, one scene that you feel like uh, they put in because Christian movie makers to call it a Christian movie and to make a movie that like might be shown at lock-ins and stuff yeah. like that. They have to put in. Yeah. It's like they're raising their flag and saying, "Yes, this is yeah. a an explicitly Christian movie." Like they eat dinner on it, date night. It's a very brief. Well, and it's, they pray. it's it's a very brief. Uh, what makes it better than than uh, than the typical scene like this in other Christian movies is that it's delivered by Trace Atkins. What? Wait, Trace Atkins is in this who movie? Who plays a biker tattoo artist in the movie. Of course he does. And Trace Atkins, I kind of like that guy. I could watch that guy all day. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Going in, I was indifferent about Trace Atkins, and I came out of it like liking Trace Atkins. I believe Trace Atkins, in, is her career is fascinating, if, if it's who I think it is. Uh, so I may just be lying about someone now. <laughs> all right. But I think Trace Atkins for a while, and I, he may have turned it around, but he would become this, like, an fairly large popular country musician mm-hmm. and then he would get in like a bar fight and go to jail for a year really yeah like he would that was his he, life huh? he would just get real real rowdy uh-huh. like he'd have a number one hit and he'd be making it and then all of a sudden he'd be like forget all this fame stuff i'm gonna go get like drunk and punch somebody <laughs> and he'd he'd do his year in jail he'd come out and he'd put out another tune and people would love it and so you just kind of always were like, where'd that guy go? And they'd be like, Leavenworth. <laughs> okay, all right. He's, he's doing seven to nine. He'll be back out with an album when yeah, he's paroled. He, so he was like the like gangster rap of uh, country music. Uh, okay, so like, I didn't know that. Is he going to drop an album from prison? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that that was his backstory. Trace yeah. Atkins, yeah. behind bars. He's just obviously a guy that was blessed with a huge, giant frame and a... a, a right. And a, a, I don't know, the voice of uh, uh, like, uh, hellfire and damnation. He's a it hulking was, monstrosity was, uh, of a country it, musician. It, it, yeah. His voice grabs you in a James Earl Jones-ish yeah, kind of If James absolutely. Earl Jones lived in the trailer park. Yeah, if James Earl Jones had a handlebar mustache. Yeah, yeah. It'd be Trace Atkins. It'd be hard to tell him apart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's a good movie. So it's getting the Chris and Jason seal of approval. Well, it's getting the, I'm not going to speak for my buddy over here, yeah. but it's getting the Jason seal of approval. I, I tell you what it has done. Mm-hmm. I will check it out. Okay. And in a future uh, Chris and Jason talking about stuff, mm-hmm. I'll let you know if I agree. Yes. Because get, I have get, super high standards. Get, get Jenny, <laughs> your lovely wife, with you and get, get her perspective we'll on it, too. Mom's Night Out. Mom's Night Out. Done. Yeah. All right. Okay, good. Well, Jason, 
Uh, I think this was a pretty good show. Nailed it. Nailed it.